Welcome or welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is your favorite big sister, Tasha. And today we are going to be talking about basically where the hell I've been and how to get yourself out of a big fat rut. So join me. So like I said in the intro, I'm going to be first of all apologizing for disappearing for like a month. Um, so I wanted to just kind of talk about that, but spoiler alert, it's, it's a mental health thing, and yeah, I just wanted to touch on that, and basically the importance of taking a break and being accountable for your own self, but before we get into that, let's discuss the highlight of the week, and my highlight of this week is, I mean, it's kind of annoying to have this as a highlight of my week because as I look out my window now it is absolutely raining cats and dogs outside the weather is atrocious but believe it or not we just had like lovely 30 degree weather like I caught the sun I was like a little bit red got a heat rash you know like loving life on the beach in really hot weather so that's basically my highlight of the week that we had absolutely glorious weather that felt like summer was actually here even if it was just for a little bit and we actually went to the beach um actually no that whole weekend was my highlight because the Saturday so my boyfriend Ben was away on a stag do so on the Saturday I took my two siblings we drove to Brighton and just had a great time had a little sibling date we ate some good food we had burgers and then we went and got bubble tea and just kind of like browsed around and just had a little mooch and yeah it was really really nice and then um the next day the Sunday Ben was back and we went to the beach with Ash and my family and yes it was very warm but we did take um Ash has this outdoor bed that has shade and we kind of put towels all over it to give her extra protection against the sun um so yeah she had plenty of shade and cool water and everything but she actually does like the sun and she will go in when she doesn't want to be out in the sun anymore and she actually had a dip in the sea which was really cute and yeah she just had a great time to be honest so we we enjoyed that and that was our first like trip with Ash in the big car so yeah we kind of learned what we can and can't do with her in the car preparing for our three and a half hour drive um I can't even remember where it is for our little holiday at the end of next month so basically that's the highlight of my week um now that that's kind of out of the way the question is where have I actually freaking been so I I just really struggled in the last month basically long story short without kind of dilly-dallying about it I just felt super overwhelmed with everything and I couldn't quite pinpoint what was making me feel super overwhelmed I think it was just all aspects of my life was just making me feel really overwhelmed and when I get there it was literally like basically like when I got there it was just burnout and I had no energy and no motivation and just no will to do absolutely anything and even the smallest most mundane easiest tasks were just such like a chore for me it was like asking me to climb Mount Everest it was just too much and yeah I was not 
living my best life. So I've, over the years, I've been quite good with figuring out and reading myself when it comes to knowing when to chill out for a second, because Ben always tells me this, I don't know how to relax, I don't know how to chill out, I'm such a high-strung, control freak, like, uptight person, I'm just such a planner, so, yeah, in the most non-malicious way, I am those things, and he is just so relaxed, so we do learn from each other a little bit, um, but, I do know that I do not know when to take a break, even my weekends, I, you know, during the week, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend, because I can just, you know, do nothing, but by Friday afternoon, just before I finish work for the weekends, I'm like, right, I need to do this, I need to do that, and then I wonder why Monday morning, I wake up and think, wow, it feels like I haven't rested at all, Um, and that's because I haven't allowed myself to, so I've kind of found a way to detect how I'm kind of approaching burnout or, you know, any sort of like depressive episodes as well. Just I've learned how to detect that. And that took a lot of trial and error. And it's it's not 100% foolproof. And, you know, it's, it's different for everybody. But I have really tried to work with myself to figure out how to prevent it rather than how to fix it because I think you know if you suffer with any sort of anxiety or depression or just you know just having a bad day it doesn't even have to be as deep as those things like just having a bad day or having burnout from work or whatever I think it's really important to know yourself enough to see right okay I can feel myself getting to the end of my tether therefore I should try and stop a little bit now like you know kind of break a little bit now and ease off the gas now so that I don't have to then deal with the repercussions of you know like a burnout or like the absolute peak of like a negative time for your mental health essentially and for me I noticed that I just start becoming super like lazy I'm not motivated at all and I work really hard at making sure that I am always motivated like I do my gratitude I do like I listen to like my mindset mentor podcast every morning and I'm quite I'm 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 fairly like a like a motivated person really um so when I have no energy to do anything and I it's my disinterest in everything that is a dead giveaway that and the fact that I just I I cry a lot and I really struggle to vocalize and articulate my emotions and I know that it's not going to end up pretty so I have kind of noted down the things that come up just before I get into the peak of that and figure out kind of like a plan to alleviate that stress from me so yeah like it's I think it's it's really important to get to know yourself and make a note of your behavior and your emotions and your feelings um that you experience just before you kind of get into that or when you're when you're kind of you know you know what I mean in that in that stage of that before it gets super bad basically and where it's still manageable but you know that you can't really take another step um because yeah like I said preventative measures are so much easier than you know actual fixing measures just because I think once you're past that line once once that tether is gone it's it's a really really difficult way back up so yeah I think it's really important that you learn how to 
detect when you are feeling overwhelmed or you're getting into a rut or you're just kind of heading a little bit downhill um, emotions and mood wise. So I really have, I wouldn't say curated because it's, it's just kind of, like I said, trial and error and it doesn't always work. But I have um, my own like list of things that I, I do or like steps that I take to kind of help myself come out of that I'm gonna keep calling it a rut just for the sake of it um but you know what I mean like I said like a depressive episode like an like an anxiety episode or you know just just a bad day doesn't matter so my first step that I always do is make sure that I literally acknowledge to myself that I am not okay and that I need to take a break and sometimes that's really difficult like acknowledging that you aren't anything that you are feeling something negative it's always easy to say I'm happy I'm this I'm that as long as it's positive but to actually say to yourself like uh you're not fine and you literally need to take a second um and then once I've kind of acknowledged that the acceptance of that actually helps me then progress down the other steps that I have to take and just by doing that it's you're normalizing it and and you and you're able to be like this is something that will happen over and over again um this is just you know you normalize it it's this is just something that you you you'll go through as a human being really um and so in that sense once I've acknowledged that I then think about the commitments that I have because realistically I'm someone who has a nine-to-five job I have a small business on the side I have my family I have my other half I have a dog I have friends so I I have to sit there and think, okay, what are my commitments that I cannot back down from? Because you have to be realistic at the end of the day. You know, I can't just disappear off, you know, the face of the earth for two weeks and go to a nice hot country and relax and, you know, recuperate and and then come back feeling fresh. I, I don't have that luxury. So for me, <laughs> as a normal person, um, yeah, I have to just t- make a list of the things that I can't back down from. And I mean, because it will be detrimental to um, myself in terms of my career, perhaps, or, you know, like if there are certain things like, I mean, this is just a personal thing. If it's a friend's birthday or um, a, especially a family member's birthday, if, you know, you're on good terms with them, obviously, if I don't want to let them down and I think, I think a lot of people are like, oh, if you don't want to go, don't go and say no. And that is completely, completely okay and understandable. And I do do that sometimes. But then I also know I'm the kind of person that at the time I might say, you know what, I'm not feeling it. So uh, I'm just not going to go. And then I know I'm going to regret it. And then the guilt after that is actually going to be worse for me, especially if it's like a family member or a friend who you truly care about. So I make a note of the commitments that I can't back down from and they have to be super strict and if there are maybes in the list where you're not quite sure you can sleep on it you know if you've got time just sleep on it but once you've kind of curated your list of the commitments that you can't back down from make a note of the things that you thought you had to do but then you realize didn't actually make it to the list and realize that these are things that you can do later on and by focusing on just doing the important things you're already setting yourself a realistic goal of right okay these are the things that need to be done and that's it I don't need to add on some more work just because you've got extra time just because you know you think oh I've got a spare day on a Monday or whatever 
it doesn't need to be filled. So do basically the bare minimum, the, the, the required. And then the rest of the time should be focused on relaxing and gathering your thoughts and just kind of, you know, regenerating energy and, and all of that. So once I've noted all the important things that I have to do, I then allow myself, this is quite bittersweet because it's the saddest also for me the best, Um, I allow myself to be in my feelings, like I will cry and feel angry and feel overwhelmed and feel pained or just, you know, if you, just any emotion that comes to me, I allow myself to feel that and I think it's really important to get it all out really as long as obviously you're not hurting anyone else and yourself (laughs) but I allow myself to be my feelings if that means I mean usually it looks like me curled up on a sofa just quiet don't really want to talk or just crying at the at the mere thought of waking up to and having to go to work or just realizing that you're not happy and and just crying on a sofa, like I said, crying on a sofa while snuggled up with my dog. Um, that's what my, in my feelings, looks like. And I think you can't skip this part because I think this is a very important part because ha- having those emotions is what makes you human and you can't help that so even if you try to skip this and you fully skipped it and you didn't bother spending time to be in your feelings um that's still there sweetheart like that's that that didn't disappear so I think anybody should just give themselves like a limited amount of time don't get me wrong you know I I don't believe in just sitting there and feeling sorry for yourself forever but sitting there and feeling sorry for yourself for a good amount of time until you feel better you know when you have a good cry and you are at the end of it, it just drains your body and, but you feel so much lighter, like you've actually released all these emotions that you've pent up, it's so important to have that, and it is such a positive thing to feel, so you, you gotta let yourself do that, if it means watching a sad movie, or just not paying attention to your friends or family for a day, you know, just letting them, I'm all right, but you know, I'll just, I'm just going through something so I'll be in touch with you once I feel a bit better that's that's absolutely fine just be in your feelings feel all those emotions there is nothing worse than bottling up your emotions because that will explode one day so having these little bursts of emotional I don't know like episodes I suppose um it's good I think I am an emotional person, pers- so personally, <laughs> so I I really value this step of my list, and I highly recommend this to everybody else because I think, especially with men, I see this with my other half. Um, I think there is such a stigma of them showing their emotions, and it's it's something that we want to fix for our children you know when we have sons we don't want them to ever feel like they have to bottle up emotions or you know this whole toxic masculinity we don't want that to our kids I want my sons to be able to comfortably tell me how they feel and you know I can work with them to find a solution and so for me I can't do that with my future children if I don't practice what I preach so yeah next up my third step is 
basically taking notes and making a plan. Now that sounds completely counteractive in the terms of, you know, chilling out. That sounds absolutely horrible and stressful. And don't get me wrong, it is. But I would rather sit there and just power through this for, I'm not even joking, like, you know, half an hour tops, just to make myself feel a little bit more um, in charge and in control. And like I said, maybe that's because I'm a bit of a control freak, but of how I'm going to get myself out of this. And I say this because I need to take notes in terms of what worked for me or what didn't work for me and what was stressing me out and how I can think about my next steps. But with applying logic to it um, because I think it's really difficult sometimes for your emotional side to work alongside your logical side and sometimes you have to pay attention to one and then the other and for me I know that that's better so once I've kind of dealt with my emotional um, side I then go into my logical side and like I said I take notes as to what is stressing me out what is overwhelming me and it is a great way to also brain purge that's why I love journaling because I think just writing things down allows me to remove all those like you know when your head's so cloudy and busy it's really it's a really good way to just get it out of your system really um and so from that I can then devise a plan which would allow me to make something realistic um that for me I think if I look at that okay these steps to eradicate what is whatever it is that is making me super stressed or overwhelmed looks super realistic which means I can achieve that which means I'm fine I'm not overwhelmed by that if it looks like it's achievable then it actually calms me down a little bit more because I'm like, yeah, I can do that. That's fine. That's not a problem at all. And, you know, like maybe if that's not your vibe, then absolutely fine. But I'm just saying like for me, it, it, it truly does work. But the key things here is ensuring that you are being realistic on your plans and your um, steps and not putting a lot of pressure on yourself because that's the whole point. You are only doing what is necessary and you're reserving your energy for yourself at this point so by doing that I think it yeah it's just it just really helps people well it just really helps me anyway to logically think of things after I've dealt with my emotional side and I find that that's the best way for it to work really so I mean, this isn't a very long episode, but I just wanted to talk to you guys about where I've been and just be super transparent with you. And I think quite a lot of people can relate to the whole um, mental health yo-yo that I think pretty much everybody's going through, especially because of the pandemic and the changes that we are basically going through. But yeah, like my advice for you for this episode um, is just you need to be accountable for yourself and your own mental health really because that will be the most reliable person you can ever find out there and that will involve getting to know yourself a little bit better and being truly open with learning about your own habits and your own emotions and in return I do think that you will learn to gauge out when you are tired when you are overwhelmed when you are kind of going to a more serious like depressive or anxious episode or just just when you need a break to be completely honest that's just such a human thing we are so 
busy all the time that it is so important to give ourselves a chance to breathe and regenerate our energy really like not just our physical energy but like our mental and emotional energies as well because we need to recharge we need to recharge all the batteries because that's the only way you can really give 100% of your everything without kind of feeling the negative impact of that because you actually want to go and do that so yeah like I said I now want to just leave you with our quote of the week which is we can find hope in the space between the life we have planned and the one that we are living. So once again, sorry for going MIA on you guys, but if you want to be a little bit more updated, I do have an Instagram, which is at your big sis Tasha, you are big sis Tasha, basically the letters you and R. Um, and yeah, if you guys have any I don't know, topics you want me to cover, then give me a DM on there. But otherwise, thank you for listening to the episode and I'll see you guys most definitely next week. Bye.